Jones. Amanda will take any role. It's oh, it's Nick Cage in the Salvation. I'll take <laughs> so, like I say, I don't really know what's going on here. He's alone with the boy. The girl's wandering. Right. Pimp is standing guard. I don't know what's going on. She was thinking about it. She's looking for a sign that said Jesus saves, and she found it, and now she's going home. Jesus saves at ShopRite. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, I think I got funded for that campaign. Look, look, you see his face? You recognize him. He's so famous. He it's always, Will Farrell. He always played villains, okay? And he was also famous as a sculptor. Interesting. Oh, wait. Oh, I know this one. Is it Toby uh, Mobius? I'm not asking you a question. I'm just saying this is the oh, – his name's Stuart Holmes. <laughs> Stuart Holmes. Oh, allow me to – oh, Stuart Holmes. Oh, yeah. His name was there. So, look, obviously I'm a... he's trying to buy the girl. And right. Like, she ain't no hoe. And the girl goes, let him think whatever he wants. So will the girl sell her body for sex? This might be when they rioted. Right. Maybe just maybe just kind of a leap would be okay. Now look, obviously the answer is going to be no. So he's like gives them money anyway because they're poor. But the boy refuses the money, so they gives it to the kid who says, "Thanks, Mister." Yeah, great. A hundred dollars. Guy jerks off in the hallway. Go so? Did she bang you? No. <laughs> but see, he still has the money. I would hide that money quickly. Now, what does he do with the money? He runs away. The boy that, or the child does. Well, not yet. I I jumped the. Oh, yep. There he goes. Yeah. To get some new parents. Slid down the stairs. That's so dangerous. Splinters in his. That's so ridiculous. No. She turned down the sex for money. I don't know what's going on here in the scene. Uh, like what he is upset about and what she. Wait, it looks like he bails as a man. She, well, whoa, that was pretty cool. Nice editing. She she really hates the boy, man. Oh, maybe not. Maybe she respects him now. You didn't do anything. I'm not sure. Okay, so it looks like she's softening up to him a little. Like he yeah. was offended uh -huh. with the, the getting with the offer, the what indecent proposal. He was offend offended. He's he's taking him a lot. Oh, meanwhile, it depends what he's hanging out in the other room. Well, he's strategizing. What am I going to do to get this bitch? 
I like that, the positioning of the horns. Yeah. Yeah, symbolic. So he goes, Fraser Crane's brother. I'll take her out to the country and I'll romance her. You never take me out but to the her, country and romance me. Is, is uh, his friend going to move? She's just been standing in place. Well, that's... Oh, right. She's out there. He goes, well, I can't just take her alone. I guess I have to take all you assholes, too. Yeah, right. Hello. Kramer. <laughs> yeah, right. So, what do you say we go to the country, huh? Now that your child has ran off with prostitute money, <laughs> oh, he's back. Yeah, now look what I brought the kid. The kid pushes the pimp out of the way. He brought them food and milk. Yeah, that's now so awesome. We have a funny moment of levity when he has a hard time getting the cap off. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I totally simplify that. I totally. Oh! It's a happy oh, ending, goes. just like the pornos. Look at that. <laughs> right. It's made out. He was a genius. He was ahead of his time. So for How some, are we going to end this shot? They take the pimp up on his offer, and they go out to the country. Right here. Well, this is symbolic. Their putt putt mobile. Now, this is all painted, right? This is not a real location. This is a, a, a curtain. No, 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 no. They're really in the country right now. This is not That's shot bad. in the studio? This is San Francisco Valley. This is not shot in the studio. Look how they're getting up onto the ledge. That sign is really ironic. The sign is real estate developer saying, buy this plot of land, we'll build you a house. Well, this is great. And this is not a dream, this is real life. This is real life. Oh, this right. is the, the plot of the pimp to romance the girl and get her to be one of his girls. Gotcha. So I don't believe it. he's enlisted his girl to distract the boy. This is as good a place as any to have a picnic. Yeah, just to sit down and not have a picnic. They're starving, I'm Here, sure. I mean, they ate. Hey, let's scheme in this tree. Okay, now... We are going to have creeper moves. Now we're going to have, I mean, you just watch him. He's just lusting after her. When, where's the brute? He's, he, is he going to come back? No. He, he works at the dredge. That's right. That's the mud people. They're sun people now. They're not yet. They're on their way. They're like uh, land lovers. They're drying people. in the sun. 
So basically, their outing uh-huh. in the country was let's just drive into a field, park there, and everyone just sort of walk around the field. They don't have a picnic. They don't have a plan. They weren't invited somewhere. This is great. They said, let's just shoot here. All right. Roll them. Roll them. Why would they be? Oh, all right. Never mind. It's, it's, it's the house. Now you lean against a tree. Good. Roll them. <laughs> Roll them. Uh, we need to check continuity. Is this the uh, same tree? No? Okay, roll up. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You Go wanted ahead. a film in which you're the star. You got it. Roll them. Yeah, you lay roll in up. the dirt here. Lay in the dirt. He he did a lot of work that just never got released, too. Like, they just said, nah, we're not going to do it. Ah, really? The Lost episode. But after these movies... He he kind of boomed like people know him. I know him because it's, this is one of those movies where it's, he's a great director and we find the worst film possible and that's the right. film we watch. <laughs> that's he's, your show, man. He's, yeah, like we did that with Billy Wilder. We watched Kiss Me Stupid. We've done that with a lot of directors that oh, are, yeah, make good movies. And, I love but, that film. That film yeah, was fun. But it, it? Yeah. Not Tony Bennett, well, was it? Dean Martin playing Dino. Yeah, right. Dino. Yeah. Trying Dean to Martin the playing wife? Dino. Yeah. No, Dean Martin. Dean Martin. It was from the 60s. Okay. Well, basically they wrote the town and Dean Martin is a famous singer and these guys write songs and sort of like, let him try to sleep with your wife. Maybe he'll like our songs. Yeah, great movie. Okay, now the man's going to make his move, right? But the boy wants, the the child wants the attention of the girl. Well, the pimp will have none of that. He's busy right now. Go away, kid. You bother me. Right. Go away, kid. Watch, he kicks him. Whoa, he pulled Wow, that kid's pretty Wow, he really, he loves being, that kid loves being, he gets beat up a lot in this movie. Right. He always picks the wrong men. Now, look. This is what happened oh. with the fruit. So the coward is ready. The boy is ready to stop. He's doing something. Damn it. I'm doing something. But remember how he did not beat up the brute? Right. He kind of just grabbed the kid and, and, and wandered off. Right. Let's see what he does this time. If you had a face up there, gee, mister. I say, good man, that's no way. What are you, a ruffian? <laughs> I'm no coward. <laughs> oh, boy. How are they going to get a ride home? Now, once again, the girl who's so judgy, she doesn't help and grab the, you know, hit the no. guy over the head. And maybe that's just culture. This is bad. Not supposed to. See, the problem is that the pimp is to ride home. So if he beats the shit out of him, how's he going to get back? <laughs> they figured that out. Yeah, you could ride home. Yeah. You'll see. I like how one guy's wearing a white shirt and one guy's wearing a black shirt. Right, but our hero is in black. Yeah, and the villain is dressed in white. Yeah. 
Now look, he's just not backing down. I'm going to beat the living shit out of you. Pow! Crack! Now what do these cowards do? They run away! <laughs> Face down in the mud! Well, this is one big hill. Yeah. Now look. He's a Frady cat. Oh, yeah. You get back there, you! Crack. Ouch. Pow. Looks like the pimp gloves on the other hand. Oh, how symbolic. Right by the sign. Man was only the victim. The boy was not beating him. He was conquering the harbor, the city, the mud, all the forces that had held him down, and most of his own cowardly self. Okay, if if you say so. Right. He wasn't. He wasn't. I thought he was beating up the guy, but he was beating yeah. up everything in life that held him back. You could show it in special effects, or you could just be cheap and have a title card. Black right. card. It's not a title card. It's the real estate sign. Oh. The final wallop. He's going to fall off the cliff. Oh, he's going to be thrown off the cliff. He plops Cliffhanger. his car. Now they got to walk back. Ooh, that must have hurt. Fall into a jalopy like that? Absolutely. Those things, that was the rumbles. They just had a rumble in the rumble seat. <laughs> <laughs> now Von does something here that no other film had ever done. They walk off into the sunset. Huh. Now, what, that's an interesting way to end the movie. Does that mean that the cowboy ones did that too? Like uh because of this, or it's just a good idea? Just something that you know they made up on their so, own. No, you're right. There were big Voss Stromberg fans. The Silent Bells, not not the ones in Relina Dietrich. Now look how she, weird too. Look how she's holding his hand, right? Uh, arm, yeah, arm. Right. And she's holding the hand. Yeah, by side, by side. Look, a little kiss, a kiss. Wow, she's falling out. So it isn't our conditions or its environment, it's ourselves. We control our lives, which I hate that message, but there it is. Yeah. You think it's just pandering so people will leave happy? I think it's blaming the victim. I think it's not taking care of poor people and then saying to them, come on, it's up to you. Yeah, come on, it's your fate. Yeah. Yeah, no, Western movies saw that, and they said, let's end in, like, Joseph Steinberg. In 1925, right. Well, that was uh, Joseph von Sternberg's directorial debut in 1925. Carl, what'd you think of The Salvation Hunters? I don't know. I guess I didn't enjoy it. I mean, it's, I say thumbs down, but I think it was good for your show with a lot to talk about. (laughs) Oh, man. What about you? Uh, Paul, what do you think of uh, this movie we just sat through, Salvation Hunters? Well, I'll tell you, man. I, it's 
something I wouldn't have probably stuck all the way through. I do feel like I've accomplished something by sticking through. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. glad that I had two uh, film noir geniuses with me, such as yourself, to keep it interesting. Well, thanks. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I don't. Really I thought it was a slog, okay. but it was interesting. I guess. I don't know. I I, like, I, I, I like know. A lot of the aspects. So there's certain things I did like about it. I really did like that. Um, the costume. I liked the lighting, even though it was black and white. Um, it was done really well. And uh, right. There's a few things that were really quality. It's just that it just. I never heard of a movie about dredging. Yeah, right. It's dredging. Yeah, right. No, it's the first time. It, it's dredgery. <laughs> it's dredgery. Oh, it's a lot of it. Dredgeful. Well, dredgeful. I really like the elbows in this movie. I thought that they did the elbows very well. People, you know, they crook their arms and such. And I like the leaves. Yeah. Like when you saw trees and such, the leaves were good. It was a good... Uh, yeah, you don't see that much. Right. Part of this, part of these films was good. I I like the fact that the guy's car was stick. I think that's important. Well, so a lot of positive things we could say about this movie. And now that it's over, we can never talk about it again. Uh, we are done with our movie. We're going to be back next week, uh, next Sunday. I can't find a trailer, Carl, but it is a sequel to a movie we did a couple years ago. Yes. Uh, next week, we're going to be watching Kung Fu Mahjong 2. Right. Uh, because uh, we watched the first one. We really enjoyed it. It's pulled from YouTube, but there's two other sequels. So next week, from 2005, we'll be watching Kung Fu Mahjong. Carl, how can people find you? CarlSucks.com? Correct. And listen, Kung Fu Mahjong was a very fun film. And I would, like, it's a film that I would have watched without our show. And so I'm interested to see what yeah. Kung Fu Mahjong 2 is all about. 2005, you had said. Yeah, and if this movie is actually good, then we can't watch it by default. But we'll we'll take our risk. Maybe it's bad. But I'm looking forward to it, too. I enjoyed it, the first Paul. one. Paul, where can people I'm find sorry, you? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Where can they find me? You can always look up the edge of insanity and download it. Subscribe for free today on your favorite service. Yeah. Subscribe to our podcast and subscribe to Paul's podcast. Listen to us uh, consecutively on Sundays on Mutiny Radio. And a big shout out once again, Pam Benjamin, excuse me, station manager, uh, extraordinaire. Uh, thank you for making this thing hum during these times. Thank you guys, audience, for listening. We'll be back next week. Carl, thank you. Paul, thank you. We'll see you soon.
Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-Y-O-T. Yes, welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas, L-W-A-F-L-M. By the way, Carl. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Merry Christmas. Yo, thank God. I was going to say, it's been nearly 60 seconds, and you haven't yet to wish me a Merry Christmas. Carl, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. And a Happy New Year. No. What does New Year have to do with Christmas? Uh, That's a good question. You say, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Christmas. Okay. All right, let's try again. Merry Christmas. Yes, and? And a Happy Merry Christmas. Oh, well, happy Merry Christmas to you too, Carl. And That's what the English say. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Now, Carl, listen, from your last name, I know you're Jewish, so I just want to also wish yeah. you a Merry Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Now, as a Jew on Christmas, I hate it, but I do know that uh, people hate Christmas Day. And one of the things we've been doing on our show, this is our fifth annual Christmas Day movie celebration, where we celebrate the movies that get released theatrically on Christmas Day. What type of films get released on Christmas Day, you say? Ooh, prestige films, vanity projects, Oscar hopefuls, and a lot of shit that people are just going to go get the fuck away from everybody and see. Right? Yeah. Halfway right. Halfway right. Well, you know, you want to go. We uh, we did this uh, when I, my first year, uh, our show landed on December 25th, and we got my good friend Ira, and we went through a bunch of trailers of movies that were released on Christmas Day. A lot of them are dogs, and Carl, we'll reminisce on some of the most infamous, worst Christmas Day releases. The doggiest. The dog, oh, of the doggies. This is like a woof if it was in the Leonard Walton Guide. And uh, That joke was woof. That joke was woof. Oh, it was definitely bark. That didn't work. Let me try again. Oh, that was definitely Howl. Oh, shit. I'm, my, my dog puns are not on game. We, uh, speaking of not on game, that gosh darn uh, pandemic of ours kind of mucked up affairs. So now we're not really going out for Christmas. We're just staying in and seeing what's on Amazon. Yeah. So the spirit of our show still remains. We normally do our show through the studios here at mutinyradio.fm. Uh, but as you can tell from the very low quality of my slow, uh, quiet <laughs> voice, uh, we are we are recording this in quarantine, and so we're taking a different approach this year. Uh, every every Christmas around the, our show, close to Christmas, we play trailers for movies coming out on Christmas Day. We thought we would take a different approach because people are going to see movies on Christmas Day because they're stuck at home anyway, right? right. Maybe you go to the theater. These films will be released, wide release, and hopefully will be out of the purple come Christmas Day. Uh, so we, uh, Corona style, have created a Zoom meeting where we, Carl? Yes. And all of our comedy buddies have reenacted movie trailers. And uh, later in the show, you'll get to hear some movie trailers that Carl painstakingly 
painstakingly edit it to match the actual trailer that's on YouTube. So you can watch, we've let us watch a full length movie trailer on YouTube (laughs) and listen to us reenact it. So later in the show, we'll be playing four or five movie trailers that Carl has uh, edited and then syncs up with the trailers. Don't don't say anything, Carl. That absolutely syncs up. Don't. Right. One got a little bit edited, but don't worry about it. That's that's in the details. You know, Mike, a movie trailer comes out before the movie. It doesn't trail anything. But it hitches to the movie like a trailer hitches to a truck. Like it's part of the whole parade of the promotion and yeah. And- Carl, what do they call a preview when they show you the last scene and the last scene, action scene anyway? Right? They spoil it. If they always show you the final battle. Sometimes you don't need to see a movie because you saw the trailer. Yeah, take the blind side. Oh, this kid doesn't have a mom. That sucks. Oh, right on. Way to go, Sandra Bullock. You got whoa. Oh, he yeah, he is a big kid. He should play football. Oh, he is playing football. Oh, the kids are making fun of him. He's feeling sorry for himself. What? What's that, foster mom? I had something about the blind side. All right, I'm taking it back. I'm the hero. And oh, here's the final game. I won the blind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Saw that movie. Watch yeah, the trailer and saw that movie. Uh, for your consideration, best trailer. <laughs> yeah, a lot of trailers are skeevy that way. I've actually kind of skipped watching trailers. What's your take on trailers? First off, I don't very you much enjoy trailers because I get the DVD, the Netflix DVDs come in the mail. And you put on the movie that you picked, which could be from whatever year, and then the trailers play. And you go, oh, that looks good. You know, it's a good way to, you know, keep adding to the queue. There's a hierarchy on DVD movie trailers. They'll go, coming soon to a theater, a real theater, motherfuckers. And they'll be like, hey, uh, Rush Hour 4, now in theaters. And then they'll be like, now playing. No. Coming to DVD. Yeah, coming soon to DVD. It was last week's bomb. And then it'll be like, you know, available now on DVD. (laughs) Daryl Hannah in Wildflower. Beep, beep. Roadrunner. If she catches you, your mom. (laughs) Roadrunner. So because I stopped watching the trailers on DVDs, the ones I got from the library, because again, it spoils these movies, and I would just rather just get straight to the movie, watch the two and a half hour movie, and return to DVD. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are uh, very okay. excited. So, uh, yes. Carl, we should, we're doing a different approach. Our last two uh, shows at the end of the year are slightly different. This week, we're going to be uh, reenacting movie trailers for your musical ears pleasures your ear pleasures i don't know anything and then next week this week we're going to be talking about all the movies we saw so we're, we're just taking a breather from watching a full length movie and watch little mini movies what's your opinion on movies? so you like the movie trailers and yeah. do you like going out on christmas day well that's my family's routine every year we go out to the movies and we get chinese food Huh. Why don't you fucking rip off somebody else? <laughs> what have the Jews done for you, Carl, that you got to rip them off? Yeah. Like a good Jew, you get Chinese food. <laughs> you know, one time we were in uh, Arizona on Christmas Day, my family, and we were mm-hmm. trying to find a place to eat, and there was a Chinese restaurant. We go, oh, great, they're open. Ha ha. 
And we walk in, the place is packed. Yeah. And this guy walks in and he goes, hey, how come I can't get a seat? I'm Jewish. And everyone else goes, fuck you, we're all Jews. <laughs> so we wound up at a taqueria on Christmas night. Okay, yeah. well that's, well, okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I think it's kind of a different tack this year for movies on Christmas Day because you, you make a family thing of it, but I think it's also that you shed other family members because usually you have the entire family at a Christmas gathering and then when that's over, you can kind of shed it off and go to the movies and, and you know, take yeah. out the experience of the other family members. Gotcha. But one of the things we're doing this year because of quarantine is we're including movies that are premiering on the streaming services. As you know, it's a topsy-turvy world we're living in. Yeah. And definitely the movie industry got affected by this. And a lot of movies, a lot of big-time movies that were supposed to hit the theater in summer, like our James Bond, didn't happen. So a lot of these giant corporations are just premiering them on their own streaming services. So we'll be listening to uh, movies that are only playing if you have Disney+, Plus, only playing if you have Amazon or, or HBO Max. Uh, we'll be covering those movies. Yes, your Wonder Woman. Yes, your Pixar movie. And yes, your Tessa Thompson films. You know, so we'll be covering it all. But I think I should also just let people know that we are part of Mutiny Radio. Uh, our podcast can be found by our acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-P, as we said up front. But you can always listen to us. We stream first on Internet Radio, mutinyradio.fm. And if you enjoy their quality programming, uh, donate to the station. We could use it. Just go to Venmo and donate some money at Mutiny Radio. Yeah. Thank you, Bam Benjamin. Thank you, Jam Benjamin. It's uh, checks in the mail, Bam. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> shout out checks in the mail. Heard checks that in the mail. Oh yeah, what else have you heard? What are the other two lies? Uh, well, uh, one time the feed was down, and all the uh, the podcasts were going mutiny, mutiny, and Pam was like, "Oh, they're still so loyal, even though they." And he goes, <laughs> "She goes, wait, they're going to mutiny, mutiny, <laughs> mutiny." <laughs> No, they're not saying mutiny radio. They're saying mutiny comma radio. <laughs> <laughs> but everything's uh, back to normal and the board is secure. Yes, which I'll see one day when I walk into that studio. Yeah. It only takes me seven miles to get over there, so fuck it. I don't. I don't leave the house. Of course. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, well, let's talk about the movies. So this this year, there will be movies released, I guess, in the drive-in, I guess, in theaters, if if uh, permitting. And they probably all have a video-on-demand window uh, where you can watch these films uh, from your home. And uh, one of the big movies, well, I don't know what to say. These films were all supposed to play in the summer, and they're just now getting released. But I'm very excited about one. This is a veteran of movie day releases because i believe one version in 2002 was released on christmas of, of course i'm talking about pinocchio uh-huh. you remember pinocchio from 2002 roberto bellini played pinocchio the boy i do remember it now the audience at home can't see my nose beginning to grow <laughs> oh what was you you liked i loved that movie no the audience at home can't see my nose grow either what a great film. What a quality film. I'm so glad that movie existed. Oh, hey, Carl. I like the to Bill Clintons. 
I'd like to do a movie uh, trailer for the unironic, the unerotic adventures of Pinocchio. Are you ready? The unironic, the unironic. Pinocchio, are you fucking a dog? No. <laughs> the unironic, unironic adventures of Pinocchio. Oh, thank you. I got to get my fucking dog joke in before we actually do the show. Pinocchio. So Pinocchio has returned. This was a movie that was released last year, in, uh, an Italian production, uh, released last year in Europe, and also stars Roberto Bellini, but he's yeah. playing the puppet maker. He's not playing the boy. He's playing Giuseppo, uh, Giuseppe. Giuseppe. But we say Geppetti. 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 That's what it was in the trailer, but I, I, apparently I was wrong when I did transcription, but so be it. We're very excited. Uh, we have our, our players, our LWAFLMOYTP, uh, joining us today. Uh, and then for our table read, we were very excited to have uh, Mike's sketch comedy partner, Colin Mahan, and uh, Jeannie Knoll, I believe her last name is. Exactly right. Exactly right. Jeannie Knoll. Jeannie Knoll is a, a tri state comedian. Uh, well, Jersey. It's pretty Jersey. much Jersey. She's been yeah. like at Broadway Comedy Club and such. But um, yeah, cool. she's a Jersey comedian. So check her out in New Jersey. Colin Mahan uh, has done the voice in the movie Halloween. He was the voice of Dr. Loomis. He did a killer uh, Donald Pleasance. You know, when they listen to the tapes, he's like, oh, Michael, he's a very sick boy. Yeah. That, yeah. That's our. That's Colin. So Colin's in here. And you, you could tell he's a good Roberto. He does a really good Roberto Bellini. So we're going to start off our Christmas Day movie trailer celebration with a movie coming out this year on Christmas Day. Please welcome the LWAFLMOYTP's table read rendition of Pinocchio. Trailer Pinocchio Christmas. Vertigo releasing. Jit, Geppetti! Geppetti is in his workshop building a Pinocchio. I've been thinking to make with my own hands by myself a wooden puppet. Oscar winner Roberto Benini. Pinocchio, uh, say something. Papo! Geppetti is taken back. Archimede Rye Cinema Jeremy Thomas presents. Geppetti. I made this. Oh, sorry. Geppetti is roaming the streets, shocked. I made a son. My son has spoke. From the one day to the next. What do you mean from one day to the next? From one minute to the next. Geppetti is home, showing Pinocchio how to walk. Uh, watch me. Eh? And a one? And a two? And if you do like me, in two or three days, you'll be walking by... Pinocchio walks away. Cut to Geppetti, running through a field. Pinocchio! Pinocchio! Cut to Pinocchio, runs away to the circus, the big tent! The happy children! There's a marionette show on stage. Oh, he's a puppet, like us! Pinocchio runs up and hugs his stringed brethren on stage. Cut to that, you know, evil guy, oh, eyeballing Pinocchio. Who are you? <laughs> Cut to open field with Pinocchio and two ne'er-to-do-wells. Oh, I know a certain place. Shh, the field of miracles. 
cut to a tree inside a cave. Pinocchio jumps from a branch. Cut to cop blowing his whistle. Chimpanzee judge slaps his gavel. Cops hauling Pinocchio away. Put him in prison. I'll call him in prison. A new film from Matteo Garon. Cut to Pinocchio and new girlfriend play tag in a bedroom. Share a ride in a truck. They sit at the dining room table. Pinocchio's nose is growing. What's a going on with my nose? Cut to classroom. <laughs> cool kids prank the teacher. Kids laugh. Cut to Chuck Wagon, led by brain donkeys. Lost boys running in the streets with Pinocchio. Pinocchio sees a re his reflection in the water, puts on a donkey ears and makeup, a circus carny, ringmaster, lights a hoop of fire. Oh, now, ladies and gentlemen, the donkey Pinocchio. Cut to vast ocean, Pinocchio struggling in the ocean. Giant whale approaches. Help! This summer. We swoop through the interior of the whale. Pinocchio walks, remembering. Flashback to Geppetti and Pinocchio hugging. Papa! Oh, Pinocchio. The story returns. Cut to the various humans with animal faces and bodies. An owl man, a snail booty lady, two bird faces. That has thrilled entire generations. How did you grow up? It's a secret, you know. Cut to an open field with Pinocchio. I don't want to be a puppet. I want to become a boy, like all the others. Pinocchio, a new film by Matteo Garon. Birds peck on the elongated nose of this seemingly inert Pinocchio, but he blinks. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> What a finish. What? You know, these the writing? These Who wrote this shit, huh? <laughs> so, so funny. Attention. Attention, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T listeners. If you want to see these trailers with us, it's easy. It's easy. It's not a problem. Go to YouTube. Put in L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T and search. Then go to the filter and put in channels. So you only get to the channel L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Then go to playlists. And that's it. That's it. You'll see all the Christmas trailers. Hit the trailer. Let it play. Hit pause. Slide it back to the, so the buffer says zero, zero, zero. And then we will count it down. And you can watch the trailers with us. And they will be in order as we do them on the show. Thank you for listening. Alert out. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Well, as we continue counting down the hours of Christmas before it's over. Now, now we're approaching 11 a.m. It's still not over. Uh, we're going to be watching movies that, again, uh, Colin, Colin, Carl has done the editing for. Uh, and the first movie we're going to watch, very exciting. I can't wait to see it. Gosh darn. It's based on a video game. And gosh darn it. Have you ever played a video game and said, I would rather go to a movie theater and watch this on a screen <laughs> passively for two and a half hours than to play two and a half hours more video games? I've already spent 60 bucks on this video game. 
I'm going to go spend another 15 in the theater. Of course, we're talking about Monster Hunter, guys. Monster Hunter, the uh, cult uh, international hit game. Have you played Monster Hunter, Carlos? Uh, no, I play games like Tetris. Ooh. Well, it's so much like Tetris. Imagine like a multiplayer Tetris mm-hmm. with monsters that you hunt. Uh-huh. Like in between the shapes and such, and you hunt them? Yeah. I can see it. Well, you played one video game, you played them all, am I right? It's very easy to explain. You Tetrad and you uh, do combos. So basically, this is the movie version of the hit video game, Monster Hunter. And it features the uh, go-go couple, Mila, you know what I'm talking about, and her husband, Paul W.S. Anderson, and they, of course, are the team behind the numerous Resident Evil movies. They are no longer doing Resident Evil. They are now doing... Wait, did she do Underworld? I don't know, actually. No, I'm thinking of someone else. Well, what the hell? Uh, Now they're doing Monster Hunter. And uh, for Mila herself, I'm very excited to have uh, Karen Spiegelman. Yes, related. Yes, my wife. Uh, Karen Spiegelman from the... uh, all girls boy band do good for you, uh, as well as uh, a sketch group, and uh, it was great, great to have her. Uh, she was available. I just had to find her in the apartment, and it worked out great. So uh, yes, Karen will be doing the uh, voice. Who else do we have on this uh, trailer? Well, of course, uh, we've got uh, Steve Goldberg. You'll hear him in the beginning doing the soul. You know, one of the soldiers. He goes. They look pretty ancient. He's all just draggy, and he's funny. Steve He's Goldberg. really funny. I, I yeah. had a great time with him. Uh, he, he's he's performed all over the Northeast. He's in Gotham Comedy Club, Stand Up New York, Broadway Comedy Club. Recently performed uh, performed at Flappers Comedy Club in California. Featured in twenty eight on twenty eighteen on Amazon Prime Turnpike Comedy Festival. He's been a writer for Comedy Wire the last five years. Wow, I asked him for some credits, and boy, did he give them. I just wanted, like, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, you know, I I played the Flappers, too, in Burbank. I I was out on the street. It wasn't the big main room. It wasn't the back room. (laughs) It was was, in the alley. It was the alley next to the back room. Yeah, I was at Flapper. Now, listen, I got to tell you, Steve Goldberg, he believes that in these times – more than ever, laughter is the best medicine, even if sometimes the medicine tastes bitter. Follow him on Twitter at Goldberg at Goldberg underscore comic. One thing about comedy, Carl, is that you do not give it justice. <laughs> okay. Countdown. Three, oh. two, one, go. This is Bravo team. Do you request immediate support? Some kind of rip in the sky. Ah! Captain, do you have any idea what those markers are? They look like they're pretty ancient. The track ends here. They don't just disappear.
where the hell are we? That lightning, it hit those markers, and it took us somewhere. Guys! Are we like Guardians of the Galaxy now? On our six! Holy sh! Based on the worldwide phenomenon. Did you see that thing? Come on! Fall back! This is officially above my pay grade. I don't care what those creatures are. We destroy them and we close the gateway. Yes, 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 yes ma'am. The bigger they are. I'm getting us all home. The harder to kill. Whoa. Very Holy good. Shit. Oh, shit, bro. I can't wait to this fucking movie. I'm going to be all in it. Oh, shit. Fuck now, yeah. you and Karen are relatives, right? Yes. Yeah, she's uh... your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> we actually had to change our name. Our real name is Mike and Karen Pence. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, a little known fact. Uh, wow. Danny. What a cool... Yeah. Danny like is the that. star of the next one. All right, so yeah, enough about Monster Hunter. Do you want to even see that movie in real life? Uh, no. I mean, I I want to see it because we did the trailer. That's why. Yeah, yeah. But no, okay. it's it's a shoot 'em up movie. It's a it's a I don't Jonathan know. Land. It doesn't it doesn't do justice to the game. It doesn't do justice to movies. It looks right great. now, if Tom Cruise was in it, you know, no, video perfect. games are cool on so many levels. Are they? What level is that? Level one, level two? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. As you uh, go up, it gets cooler. So many levels. Oh, yeah. So you get to the lava boards, and it gets hotter. Our, our next movie is uh, features none other than Mr. Danny Detchy, the godfather of the Richmond District comedy uh, scene here in San Francisco. If it's the Richmond District, Danny has done an open mic or showcase at one of the bars. Uh, He's, uh, he's a great guy. He's been on television, a network yes. television. Uh, he, he was on The Gong Show with Mike Myers. The, right, the new Gong Show. I love that appearance. Yeah, he did great. He's known for playing uh, musical numbers off his skull using a number two pencil or usually his uh, fingertips against his uh, dome. And uh, very well, funny on guy. On The Gong Show, it was the pencil, and he yeah. let the audience stoned. It was the same pencil he used to flunk the SAT. Well, then he, he kind of went a little brazen, if we're doing a play-by-play -play here, Carl. And then he uh, played a number of off his skull and with the reverbing in his mouth, and Will Arnett was not taking it. Again, it's on YouTube. You should check it out. Yeah, when you check out Danny Detchy on Facebook, he had been doing a live show on Fridays uh, with a good friend of ours who unfortunately passed away. So, uh, you know, sorry about that. Sorry to bring us down on Christmas Day. But we will uh, uh, keep an eye out for Danny. He is doing shows and they're broadcasting. Streaming yeah, live, he gave you know. me a list. Uh, yeah, you can go to dannydeitchi.com. Uh, you know, on YouTube, you find him by his name, No Space. Right. 
Um, you'll find him on Facebook. On Twitter, he's also his name, no space. And the same thing on Instagram. And he Thank also you. is on the Late Show with James Corden. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. By the he way, did, after when this... I came out to visit for Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, he was nice enough to, to put me on a show. So it was, it was and that was a great inner Richmond bar, right? It was the yes. neck of the woods. It was fun. And I parked in the loading dock. Now, I should say, yes, I know, it's in the newspaper. So I should say that uh, after this trailer, you'd probably be typing in Tom Hanks' name looking for him. But honestly, don't get mistaken, it's Danny Detchy. Right, exactly. A Paul Greengrass film. Here is the very serious trailer for the very serious movie, News of the World. Countdown. Three, two, one, go. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd, and I am here tonight to read the news from across this great world of ours. So they pay you to tell stories? I never heard of that as a thing a man could do. It's not a rich man's occupation, as you can see. Hey, stop! Stop! I'm not going to hurt you. Do you understand English? Friend. Says your name is Joanna Leonberger. Indians took you when they attacked your family six years prior. Your mother, father, and sister were, well, they passed. She has got family down in Castroville. Why are you doing this? She needs to laugh and dream. She needs new memories. The road is closed. Is that the law? It is now. Universal Pictures presents. You, Joanna. I do not have a clue as to the care of a child. It's a photograph. That's my wife. This Christmas. You can certainly handle a horse. Horse. Captain. Captain. Make no mistake. Captain. From the director, Paul Greengrass. She's that captive out of Wichita Falls. How much do you want for her? She's just a child. She's not for sale. Joanna! Joanna! So, she thinks she is an Indian now. She's something in between. Ladies and gentlemen, these are stories of men and women very much like you. Waiting for better days to come. You can't have her! I am taking her home. News of the world. In theaters Christmas. Wow. Wow, that's like uh, True Grit and The Searchers and reading a newspaper in the Old West. Yeah, I loved uh, Steve Poston as Tough Guy. Uh, yeah. 
Steve Poston is a pun master. He he's in the New Jersey commu uh, community comedy community, and he is just one-liners and puns. That's what he does. He does things interesting things in contests, like which joke is better than the other, and uh, he he does it. You know, you pick a card and he tells a joke. He's good. He's uh, on Instagram and he's on YouTube. On it's Poston Post. Post in Postin one words on Instagram. Post in Postin, and it's Steve Postin on YouTube. Check him out. Yeah, check him out. And if you enjoyed that movie, well, God bless you. Check it out. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, <clears throat> I might see that movie. I don't know. I guess. I mean, I could <laughs> die, and I mean, it's not on my bucket list, but. I would yeah. watch it. It's Tom Hanks. I don't know. Did you watch that uh, submarine movie, that Tom Hanks submarine movie that was only released on Apple Plus this year? No. Okay, then you're not going to see this movie. Oh. Did you watch? Okay. Did you watch a surprising cameo at the end of Borat? I I saw Borat. Uh, I don't remember his cameo. Was he there? In Borat too. Not to give away any spoiler. He shows up at the end. Well, I loved Borat too. I really enjoyed it. Uh, some of yeah, it went a little far, and uh, but I, I, I guess I missed that. Uh, it was at the way in. Yeah, it was. It was fun. There was some good stuff on Amazon. We'll be we'll be uh, talking about Amazon shortly. Yeah. Uh, but well, let's keep going. We're we're going to focus on movies that are getting a theatrical release, whether it's in your local drive-in. And again, consult a website and uh, see what doctors say about sitting in the indoor room during a pandemic for two and a half hours. Maybe it's for you. Maybe it's not for you. Uh, but all these films will be available on television down the line. So uh, I'm just saying, why don't you uh, just get drunk and stay home on Christmas Day? Yeah, that's yeah. right. On eggnog. Yeah, on fucking Old eggnog. wine. Yeah, that makes it okay. Use they have brandy aperitif. Yeah, I run out of eggnog, so I just wind up eating sticks of butter. <laughs> That's so smart. It's yeah. economical. Uh, all right, our, you can our make next... it in your tummy. You don't need to <laughs> just make it in your tummy. You can make eggnog in your tummy. That's a good point. <laughs> Shake up your belly. If you go on the playlist, the next yeah. one is Soul. Talking about Pixar Soul that's what? playing on December 25th on Disney Plus. Who's our star? Was oh, it Steve Poston? Uh yeah, who played the Jamie Foxx role? Uh let me take a look here. Ghost I can tell you a little Joe bit was about... Steve Poston. Yeah, Steve Poston. Yeah, New Jersey's pun man. And then Unster. of course the other star uh, is Tina Fey is portrayed by my good friend, very funny comedian here in the Bay Area, Lael Gold. That is her name. No, she's not Irish. She's Jewish. You can find her on Twitter at her name, which is spelled L-A-E-L-D-O-L-D. Lael. I was calling her Ladle, and she didn't even notice. You were calling her something else, too. Ladle. <laughs> didn't you even think, like, Ladle's not even a name? Like, didn't you even think at that point? She's um she's son of Jor-El, who was son of K-El from the planet Krypton. Yeah, and KL's going to rock you, KLF. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, well, fair enough. We have Superman's grand uh, cousin in this uh, second cousin twice removed. Uh, Leo Gold and Steve Poston are the stars. Pixar's Soul. Soul. Two for Soul, please. 
Yeah. It's a shitty title. Soul. You know, all those other movies are bullshit. They're phony. This movie has soul. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'll count it down because I forgot to count down the last one. Okay. Three, two, one, go. What the? The studio that brought you Inside Out. What is this place? And Coco. What's your name, honey? I am Joe. Connie, go for it. Today started out as the best day of my life. Be back here tonight. First show is at seven. Do you know what that is going to say? Joe got it. I did it. I got the gig. It must have been sudden for you. Oh my god, oh my god. Help! I'm not done! Uh... Huh? Disney and Pixar present... Is this heaven? It's the great before. This is where new souls get their personalities, quirks, and interests before they go to Earth. Meet 22! I don't want to go- Oh, stop fighting this! I already know everything about Earth, and I don't want anything to- You're missing out on the joys of life, like- Pizza. I can't smell! I got the COVID! We can't taste either, it's definitely COVID! All that stuff is in your body! Or touch. Jamie Fox. It's my life. Tina Fey. Is all this living really worth dying for? This summer. Can you help me get back? No way. What are we waiting for? Wait, not me. Disney Pixar's Soul. That's weird. 151,000 souls going to the great beyond every day. The count's off. Ooh. That's good. That yeah, good. It, it ends on a cliffhanger, Carl. There's it one soul not accounted for. That's right. The, the yeah. count's off. You know, Steve Goldberg was like going on about how bizarre this film is like it's made up its own religion you know what i mean like what happens to you after you die i mean it's like you can blame boss baby for that boss baby fucked up the way heaven works and hell i don't know it's just like fuck it if you have a boss baby why not have like a soul <laughs> fuck it by the way that was a classic, classic uh, Jamie Foxx when he falls through the uh, manhole cover. Just classic uh, the cartoon, right? No sound, just a bunch of papers flipping around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was one. I mean, I could just see like, uh, like when Roadrunner takes off and the dust goes. You know, it's like <laughs> it was perfect cartoon. Whee! Perfect cartoon. All right. Well, that is. Uh, oh God, that seems like a. I wonder if that film comes with aspirin. That's uh, Soul. Very complicated. <laughs> Take notes while watching that on Disney Plus Christmas Day. Wow. I guess they now, earned the plus, huh? Now, the next one 
on the on the list is Sylvie's love. Okay, fair enough. Yes, the missing list is what Amazon is offering an exclusive movie uh, on Christmas Day, and uh, it features the phenomenal Tessie, uh, Tessa Thompson, uh, of course from uh, Dear White People and uh, the Thor movies, right? Right. Comes Thor, I think. I think she's Thor now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She got handed the. Well, she's she's mayor of that little city. Yeah, it's a pretty little city. That's kind of cool. I, I wouldn't mind being mayor of the Thorville. They get get drunk. Now I just want to hand it to Colin in this trailer because he says both actress and actor's name perfectly. He nailed them. Now, he what's the them. actor's name? Uh, Nambi Aso. <laughs> Wait till you hear Colin rattle off that name. He's perfect. It's perfect. And you know, that guy was a, a football player. He was a Raiders. Mm -hmm. And now he's an actor. Oakland. Top Oakland. of the food chain, oh, oh, top of the food chain, Oakland, California. Yeah. Uh, Oakland's cutthroat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to 1957 as we present the exclusive movie trailer exclusively on Amazon Prime. Sylvie's love. Countdown. Three, oh. two, one, go. Girls, tell me about this new boy at the store. Hi, what's your favorite song in this? You don't know what love is. Is he cute? I didn't really notice. My band is playing at nine tonight if you want to come. I've never met a girl who knows much about music as you do. <laughs> and television. How was it? He's extraordinary. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Can I walk you? Life is too short to waste time on things you don't absolutely love. But how do you know if you love something absolutely? I guess when it's the only thing that matters. The band got offered a gig in Paris. Come with us on tour. I'm afraid I can't. But I think you very well could be the next John Coltrane. And what are you going to be? This Christmas. WNAT Television. About the assistant producer position, are you married? Yes. Producer's assistant's not the best job for a housewife. Why should I hire you? Because I didn't know the Negro woman television producer even existed. And all my life, that is all I ever wanted to be. Robert! A silly! What are you doing in New York? I'm recording an album. So good to see you. You too. Forget who you are expected to be. You're working? I've been a very good hostess. You can't be the woman of your dreams while also trying to be the woman of my own. Become who you are meant to be. Tessa Thompson, Namdi Azamuga. I guess I just wanted you to be happy, even if I couldn't be part of your life. Pleasant experiences ahead. Don't pass it by. Sylvie's Love, Amazon original movie, December 25th, only on Prime Video, PG-13, included with Prime. Yeah. I, I'm going to see that. I think I'm, I'm in love with him. I'm, I'm in love with him. He's the one that got away. 
she she did that. It was her her real love is television, Carl. Yeah, she, that's true. He said, "Come to me to Paris. You could be my uh, musician's wife." Right. Oh, I get to be a musician's wife during heroin era of Paris. Hard pass. <laughs> Didn't you love how uh, Danny played the bartender lady who unplugged the jukebox? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Ooh, ooh, the tensions were high. There was a lot of uh, chemistry. It was. Uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Danny nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was like I was watching the movie itself. Well, he. He's not a character actor. He really gets into the part, you know. He he becomes, he became that lady who unplugged the jukebox. Oh, yeah. Lots to unpack in that movie. It seems like it goes one way and then goes another. It seems like it kind of, a different spin on La La Land, and then it becomes about the first female television producer in the world. Well, no, well, no. at the end of the movie, she quits television to become, to dedicate to being a housewife there was what? a party coming up and she was hostess you know no but that that, that was with her fake love husband oh yeah I remember he was like how come you're not mingling with the guests how come you're, you're sitting in your desk working yeah that's right what will people like, say because i love television yeah my love is television i think she said a great line like i can't be the woman of your dreams while trying to be the woman of my own I think Jeannie delivers that line, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But man, isn't that weird? It's a movie about a television producer uh, being premiered on television. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ooh, it hurts my head. Okay, Jeannie was well, our star, and she did a good job. Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, we, we handed them the script, and everyone did it perfectly, so uh, as best we can. Oh, and once uh, again, I just have to shout out Steve Goldberg's delivery. It yeah. was like so out of it you know like it's yeah. great to see you and the kissy noises well my favorite is he comes back from paris and he's like hello it is yeah. a yeah. he's french <laughs> yeah he, he got an accent since he was there really well uh uh choices man these are these our players are available if you have a shakespeare company or you know you have a zoom meeting yeah. you can uh, rent one of our players one of the lwflmoypps yeah. uh, to come by and uh, spice up your your leer you know Jeannie did vagina monologues she did well i mean at least i think that thing was talking <laughs> we saw what was that movie we saw chatterbox Chatterbox. That was the vagina. <laughs> Wasn't a monologue, though. No, no, she sang. The, her vagina sang. That yeah, movie's right. on Amazon Prime. That's how they, they built their empire on shooting movies like that. But, Listen, I, I recommend strongly uh, to anybody who's a fan, you know, uh, of our channel to please go to YouTube and look up uh, uh, Chatterbox. Chatterbox. A really good film to see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go ahead and check it out. It's available. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch. No, streaming. our podcast. Our oh, podcast. yes. Us. It's on YouTube. Uh, check yes. it out. It was one of our episodes. Oh, man. Talking Woo. movies. Okay. Are we on Wonder Woman? Can we yes. do Wonder Woman? Are we on Wonder yes. Woman? Exactly right. This trailer looks so good. What a pleasure it was watching this trailer a hundred million times to make this happen. I think this looks like a great film. I I'm just saying. I'm excited to see this 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 uh, superhero movie. Count it down. Here we go.
All right. Three. Okay, ready? Yeah. Let's get ready to brumba. Three, two, one, go. The world is not ready yet for all that you will do. Your time will come, Diana. And everything will be different. WBDC. Citizens of the world, I am here to change your life. Anything you want. Anything you dream of, you can have it. Looks like you saw a ghost. Diana, look at you. It's not like one day has passed. I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator. You always have everything while people like me have nothing. Well, now it's my turn. Get used to it. I've never been one for rules. The answer is always more. The way I fly, they will never find us. I forgot to tell you. Radar. Will they shoot at us? Barbara! What did you do? Wonder Woman, 1984. Yeah, I'm not real keen on this one, but I figure you do. I think you can do better. Parachute pant? Does everyone parachute? No. Only in theaters. Dolby Cinema. Experience in IMAX. Yeah. Woo. Karen wow. did the great Barbara. Yes, that's the cheetah was uh, Karen Whitehouse. Uh, Karen Spiegelman, excuse me, uses uh, my name now. And, and Colin uh, didn't just do the graphics, he also did Max Lord, the villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talk about some serious gravitas. I thought it was, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Max von Subo. It was Gravitasi. Yeah, it was Gravitaso. It was the grass uh, toss the next generation. Uh, it was yeah. a little off here, a little stiff, right? The world is not ready for all that you will do. <laughs> it was an off night. Uh, yeah. So that is uh, Wonder Woman, which is supposed to hit the theaters. Uh, it'd be nice to see uh, a female directed uh, blockbuster on the screen. But we get to see it if you have HBO Max. You know what HBO Max is doing? They're going to release all their their theatrical releases on their their streaming platform, uh, as well as the theater, and it'll be available for one month only. So they'll have Matrix Four premiere on TV, but only for a month. But I really? think one is going to be available ad nauseum, so you get to watch that all year, not just 1984. Time for my free trial. You know, the my favorite scene in Wonder Woman 1984 is when. 
he meets Winston Smith, and then they get taken to the uh, Ministry of Disinformation because uh, ignorance is bliss and sex crime, 1984. Can we stop using 1984 as a reference? I'm so tired of it. Well, it was an interesting book, and it was written at a time in which it was the Cold War, and it was, it was, it was, it was. I like it. had other years. There was other years. How about 1983? Summer of 1985. That has a better ring to it. You know, 1984 kind of got the story wrong, even though they got it right. Like today, it isn't that every somebody's watching you every second. It's more that something's being recorded. And they can go back in time and find out where you were and what you bought. And, you know, like Big Brother is metadata stored. Yeah. Yeah, that's preachy. Yeah, word. Oh, man, we got to take it down a notch. Woo. Uh, woo. Wow. So did we do all the tri- – you know, there's one movie. Well, actually, Carl, did you want to talk about uh, – uh, so Christmas Day movies for me has always been a, a, just a joy for bad movies because they tend to bring out the worst films and dump them yeah. uh, and hope that you watch it. And we've been doing shows based on that. This year is a little slightly different. However, I have them all listed. If you go to my YouTube channel, which is LuggageTuesdays.com, you'll see on the playlist, which I had. Yeah, here we go. Wait, you said .com, but it's – in your YouTube search, you put in Luggage Tuesdays, you filter for channel, and you'll come up with the playlist. Yeah, it gets a little wonky. Uh, you got to search by by uh, channel. Luggage Tuesdays, one word. And then you'll, you'll see our playlist. I have a different uh, playlist for each year we've done this, starting with Christmas movies, Christmas movies 2, uh, up until last year, which was 4. So uh, let's see. We got Jackie Brown. A lot of Quentin Tarantino like? movies. Which, which playlist? Well, I'm looking at the first playlist. I just want to go through real Christmas fast. Christmas Day movies? Yeah. Okay. Jackie Brown. So not only Jackie Brown was Christmas Day, Four Rooms was Christmas Day, and uh, I think Inglorious Bastards was Christmas Day. I think the only movie recently was uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a Sony's film. It wasn't a Miramax Weinstein film. And that was released uh, in July. Mm-hmm. But he tends to like Christmas Day for his movie releases. What Fences? about Paycheck? Uh, what about it? I don't know. It just seems there's an interesting group. Gr- Valkyrie came out on Christmas Day? Really? I yeah. enjoyed that film. Well, I mean, it's it's a prestige film. Some of the more, you know, you have to be educated to, to watch a film about, I don't know. That was the Anschluss. You know, Pinocchio, this is not the Pinocchio 2002 was a Christmas Day movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, Aliens vs. Predator, Requiem. The remake of Point Blake. Yeah, that's the perfect kind of Christmas movie. Like, it's crap. Yeah. Let's dump it. And it's got a hook to it. It's an alien movie, you know. Yeah, right. The, those got, fuck it. I'm not going to go see Grudge Match. So, yeah, and this trailer, like, uh, Parental Guidance with Billy Crystal. Oh, and then Gulliver's Travel. I never understood Jack Black. How old is he supposed to be in Gulliver's Travel? Is That's he a 20-year-old slacker? Yeah, he's. Well, I think he was trying to be a um, reporter or something. There was some backstory there. He had a job. Yeah. Right, uh, because the love interest was a co-worker. Right, that's right. 
but he was like a slacker, even though he was well in his 30s by that point. Right. It was yeah. sort of like a nare to do well, and he didn't stick up for himself. Like the new guy came into the mail room. That's what it was, a mail room. Oh, and, right. uh, and very quickly advanced. I, I'm Four rooms, was that the Quentin Tarantino one? Yeah, it was. So it was four directors and four. It was an anthology right, about a hotel. Four directors. And, yeah, yeah. It had Allison Andrews, uh, Andrews. Uh, oh God, the guy who did In the Soup, and then Roger Rodriguez and uh, Quentin Tarantino. It was supposed to be five rooms. They were going to have Richard Linkletter. Back then, the interview, of course, uh, with uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen. Was released Christmas Day, but uh, Sony got hacked by uh, North Korean hackers uh-huh. because they didn't want this movie, which made fun of uh, yeah. North Korea, to be released. So they put it on Christmas Day. You know, Crushed. 24 rooms was going to be five rooms. I mean, it was um, same thing is true for foreplay. Oh, it was going to be right. We watched foreplay. But there's only three stories in it. Yeah, that's right. That's what it was. There were only three stories. The fourth story never got produced. That's right. Well, I saw a, an anthology from the 60s, and it had John Luke Godard, and it had Roman Polinsky. But Roman Polinsky, uh, uh, his film was, was taken out, and there was a note in the movie saying, by request, this was removed. Is that because of the uh, controversy of him being a rapist? No. I think oh. I think they were they were fine. I think it was his call. You know, looking oh. at these movies on from Christmas Day, the trash I'm talking about is the Spirit, directed by Frank Miller, the the comic book adaptation. Great comic, terrible film. Yeah, I agree. And then like uh, Fat Albert. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. another like dump to Christmas Day because it stinks. But you know, Fences with Denzel Washington was probably an an Oscar okay. play. Yeah, no, it was a. a, a was it Augustus Wilson play? It was a play uh, that he directed the movie version and starred in it. And he did a really great job. It's a it's a good it's a good adaptation. It's a good movie for sure. And I think it was not the first time Denzel Washington had a Christmas Day release for uh, a film he directed. Uh-huh. He was on Anton Fisher, but uh, he they kind of you know he makes he's a movie star, an international movie star. He directs a play, and they allow him to do it, and they said sure. Keep making us these movies. We'll let you do what you want, and we'll yeah, that's right. on Christmas Day. Uh, and then Miramax tends to dump terrible films during the nineties, like all the pretty horses. Gosh, yeah, I did. Right. I did see Angela's Ashes. I just that's another Miramax. Point Breaking uh, out on Christmas. I think that's a the remake. Yeah, were, were they trying to go for an Oscar? Because I think I don't think that would they considered crap. We also have uh, Dan, uh, Django Unchained, so that's another Quentin Tarantino movie on Christmas Day. Oh, and The Evening Star, that was uh, yes, the sequel, sequel to The Terms of Endearment. How weird is that? Right. Well, all right. So My we Christmas, have... that, you would think that would carry its own weight, like it wouldn't need to uh, be dumped on Christmas Day. Uh, like Mr. Magoo is there, right? Yeah. Dump. Um, yeah, and that's on Disney Plus too. If you're ever curious to see that film, um, a civil action is that John Travolta? Uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, Mike Nichols directed, and it was based on uh, I don't know some political. It wasn't primary colors. It was just 
No, it was that he was suing this insurance company and he would never settle. And the reason was because they can pay it. He was so pissed at how they scanned. I forget what the scandal was. It hurt people. You know, it was like a Buffalo Creek disaster kind of thing. And then my favorite part of that movie is at the end, he's in bankruptcy court. And the judge is like, well, why did you do this? And he doesn't have an answer. You know, he did a great acting job of being like, just like, I don't know what to say. You could see it, the wheels turning in his head. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good. Maybe I'll watch that Christmas Day. So what's the next group of trailers here? All right. Let's check out what we have for Christmas Day 2. Okay. We do this show every week, our two-hour show. Okay. So we have the sting. Wait, you think it's we think we're going on too long? No, we're, we're just we're, we're delivering what we promised. Uh, oh, modern problems with the uh, Chevy Chase. Right, that was a piece of crap. Mar- that was a huge piece of crap. Uh, Marley and me. Marley and me was. Do you think they were going for an Oscar because they took themselves pretty seriously? It was a very bad film, but. If you're a dog, you know, like they play with a topic, they they could get away with it, you know, dog yeah. loving. Yeah, you know, people get a mistake about my dietary uh, uh, regimen, barley and me. Uh huh. I eat a lot of barley. I uh, see. Yeah. You know, I think um, Marley was not in Hollywood's Dogs Who Drink. I mean, it was he was very contemporary for that book. He that wasn't really, a, yeah, it was definitely, he was not listed in there. Uh, I do know from interview, he's a very, you know, secluded dog. He lives in a ranch. Uh, he's he's actually right now with the uh, grandma at the ranch. Ah, he, the, died. he went to the farm. He went to the farm. Uh, that was what my happened to Marley? Marley? Uh, <laughs> he's enjoying yeah. his life at the farm. I thought it was tacky that the end credits of Marley and Me consisted of uh, uh, Marley at the farm playing with Grandma as a credits role. Uh, some other films we we tagged were American Werewolf in Paris, a forgettable uh, sequel from 1997. All the Money in the World had some notoriety because the director, Ridley Scott, last minute replaced Kevin Spacey with a different actor. Oh, and is there an explanation for that? Yeah, Kevin Spacey is a fucking perv. It was a creep, you know. Oh, and, it was, uh, it was um, a recent thing. Yeah, this happened maybe four years ago. And, they, gotcha. and within two months, I think it was uh, Christopher Lee or Christopher, the other Christopher in there, Plummer. I think it was Christopher Plummer. You know, Molly's I, Game. You know, Molly's Game reminds me of open mic rooms because that speech she gives uh, when she says she lost her uh, weekly show and uh, – no one remembers me. I was like, yeah, that's what happens when I lose a mic. No one remembers. You know, I enjoyed this Molly's game. Um, the thing is, it was like, boo-hoo, poor me, rich girl. But at the same time, like, I really liked the dynamic that she was an Olympic athlete. But in her house, she was the loser. They were all Olympic athletes, you know what I mean? And the father yeah. was so uh, strict and... Do you remember when she was in New York and the father showed up and she was ice skating? 
Yeah, Rockefeller Center. Yeah, so he was being a coach as she whizzed by. He was like, keep your knees together. You know, remember how she she skidded out? Yeah. Like dad was in her mind, her brain. I just remember that speech she gave. She goes, I gave them a room every week. And do they even remember me? No. That's <laughs> open mic night. Open mic night. Well, just going through the list, we do see Oscar worthy. You know, the, the trick with the Oscars is you, they have to be released of the year. So they released films like Phantom Thread. Christmas Day limited, so the New York and LA, so they're eligible, and then they get nominated in January, and then they make the film go wide, saying this is a Oscar-nominated film. Right. It's a bit. It's kind of cheating, but it's not. It's the rules. It's the way it goes. Yeah. So that was that. We have Justin Bieber's concert movie. Oh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. The, the last movie Ben Stiller ever fucking made. Uh, well, Leonard do you think that's movie. because it was like? bad and they wanted to dump it because Ben Stiller really loved I, I don't know what's the right word he he really wanted to get that thing made and he was very mad he was like you can't get a movie made unless it's the Avengers in this town oh but he come did on get I would, you didn't want to watch the Avengers 20 minutes into this film I was like it was a two for a two and a half hour movie I would have loved one of the characters to break out Endgame on their laptop you know like didn't enjoy the film did not like the film he gets the guy in the end, you know, he shuts him up. It was Life magazine. Remember, oh, he right. jumps onto the helicopter. Yes, yes, yes. I remember he All skates right. down a, a curvy road. He's like, I'm roller skating down a curvy road. <laughs> oh, fuck that movie. I, I, I fuck that movie then. Into the Woods. Oh, Joy. I want to see Joy. I keep forgetting about Jennifer Lawrence and... Uh, Playing a real life uh, QVC innovator. The message of that movie, I thought, was a little. The message of that movie was, if you work hard, you'll succeed. But really, it was, if you work hard, you could be rich. I didn't right. like the vibe of it. You know. I have to see that movie. It's it's an interesting premise. You know that it's about someone who has an invention that makes money off of QVC. Yeah, and her life is really tough pre-money, you see. Uh, but she's like sacrifices and gives and uh, people don't take her seriously or respect her. And like she doesn't show them up, but we learn that she should have been all along because of this great invention she made. It was like a cleaning product. Yeah, right. I don't know. Interesting. And they came out we should say, see it, but I'll see it. I'll see if it's on one of my streaming, uh, and then I'll check it out from the library. Just going through the list, The Gambler was a remake of a James Toback film, and Mark Wahlberg did a great job in there. I think uh, John Goodman's in that too. Yeah, I remember The Gambler. I thought that he was kind of walking through the role. Yeah. I'm ruined again, but I don't know. I think he was just doing uh, doing his job. One thing I should mention in our list is that uh, one of the strangest thing I realized was that cheaper by the dozen. Not only was the the uh, remake, the family friendly Cohen Hunt, uh, Steve Martin movie, cheaper right. by the dozen, was released on Christmas Day. Its sequel was released on Christmas Day of the following year. <laughs> where the another sequel family sequel of that? Why make a sequel of that? Well, that's like those kids' movies where you have like 12 characters they introduce, 
and then Madagascar 2, they meet 12 new characters. And yeah. then Madagascar 3, they meet 12 more new characters. And you have 36 celebrities doing voices in a limited amount of stage time. Yeah. Uh, First Family. Remember that Buck Henry movie? You like that movie. First Family was the, the 1981 with... Uh, yeah. Released um, on Christmas Day. I wonder why. That was Gilda Radner. And that was a really good film, I think. I remember it as being a really good film. Yeah, they dumped it there. Uh, so let's uh, let's go to our third list. Okay. Hope here. you guys are enjoying what we're doing, but you know, we we're, we came up with this idea. All right. Oh, geez, we started off the our third list with uh, Hoffa, the Danny DeVito director yeah, of uh, Jersey film. Do what I gotta do for the union. Yeah, my favorite is that Hoffa had an imaginary leprechaun friend named Danny DeVito who hung out for most of <laughs> Right. They were twins. Jimmy, you don't see him. Yeah. A leprechaun standing right there. Jimmy, I don't see him. Uh I've seen Destroyer. That's a decent movie. That's a really good movie. Nicole Kidman. Uh it's about cops who go uh underground to Which one? Destroyer. Okay. So she she was underground, like she was working with these uh, as a cop. She was she went underground for a cult, and she, she spent many years there. Undercover. Yeah. Okay. She went too deep. So the cover gets blown, and the movie is basically her trying to, you know, come to terms with what she had done, right. uh, years later. So it's a it's a really interesting movie. I, I was glad. Then if Bill Street could talk, because that's a great film. That's a uh, I really like that film. Why do you think 1917 came out on Christmas Day? That was oh, Oscar I think that Martin. has to do with the that has to do with the Oscars. I think they were trying to push the war movie. We have a a really good notorious film, uh, Holmes and Watson with uh, Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, you know I am one of the only people in the world who enjoyed that film. Uh, no, well you know it's uh. I, I've seen it. It's it seems very drunk. Like it seems like there's a disconnect. Like you know, like they started the party without us. But I still enjoyed it. You know, like I I proved to You're myself. You're right about I, that. It's like we weren't in on the joke. Yeah, there's no oxygen in the room. There's no like other people. So it's just them like starting their YouTube channel shenanigans without any references. But you know, I proved to myself I'll watch those guys in anything. So there's proof right there. Ah, um, broadcast news. Broadcast, yeah. Well, that was probably, you know, a prestige film, as right. well as Prince of Tide. Uh, and Basis of Sex is another prestige film. That's the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie. Uh-huh, that's right. And Vice. Ugh, can't stand that movie. Which one, I'm, Vice? I'm Dick Cheney. Oh, I saw that film. Yes. And... No, you didn't. I don't know. I liked it. He, I, one thing I did like is he had transformed into a different person. You couldn't really tell that was our boy. Yeah, that is true. A lot of the people in there like really came across. I think Richard Dreyfus did a great job as uh, yeah, as one of those cabinet members. I, I should mention something real fast. Daddy's Home, which I really enjoyed, came out on Christmas Day, and there is a scene where uh, trying to make you know where. Will Ferrell uh, throws Christmas to the kids, but it's in March. He's right. overachieving. But then, unfortunately, the sequel came out, and the sequel took place during Christmas. Like, it suddenly became a Christmas tradition 
And the sequel to Daddy's Home is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. With uh, Mel Gibson. Yes, that's the father of uh, Donnie Wal- Wal- Marky Mark. Marky Mark. I love to call him Marky Mark because he hates that. Yes, well, he also hates uh, if you bring up his previous arrest, I'm sure. What else we got on the list? Grumpy Old Man. Producers. Which one? The Producers, which is oh, the, the um, musical. Yeah. The musical one. That's on Netflix. I tried watching it. <laughs> you know, I really like the one with uh, Gene Gene Wilder. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It's yeah, much that's, better. It's much better. Well, you know, you get to see the musical numbers that you would have paid big bucks in Hollywood to see. So, you know, yeah. there's, there's plus and minuses. We have uh, another John Travolta movie, Michael. Uh, and then, oh, Robert Rodriguez, The Falco T. Uh, another play, Brian Beach Memoirs, uh, and then Tombstone. I didn't know that. Ooh, Trespass. I love that movie. That got in some trouble because uh, it, it was released right around the riots and uh, uh-huh. uh, at Los Angeles riots, and they were like, "Oh no, you, you know, yeah, there's an overlap." Which is not true. Uh, we've talked about Wolf's Creek, scary Australian film about a kindly old man who winds up kills everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's charming. Here's another Denzel film, The Great Debaters. Are you on Christmas Movies 3 now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you might want to mention that. I thought I did. Oh, wait. The old men. Grumpy old men. I enjoyed that film. I know they were trying to make the magic happen again. I think they kind of did. See, there's plenty of movies where they're like, hey, they're in the fortune cookies. You should check it out. Like, yeah, all right. Kate and Leopold is on here. I really like that movie. Yeah. Uh, I do, too. Uh, it was it was kind of fun. Nice time travel movie. Yeah. And it was uh, it was just neat how he was, like, navigating this new world. Uh, I don't know. Pretty cool. Fair enough. I should mention another Miramax movie, Cold Mountain with Nicole Kidmore. Uh-huh. Kidman. Kidman. Jude Law. Yeah, just boring, but you know, gotta release it. Is that the the um, Civil War one? I think so, and it has to do with like a house or some property or some shit like that. Oh, okay. So it isn't the one in which. Uh, Jude Law goes off to fight the Civil War. I think it might be. I don't know. Maybe you're thinking of the others. The others? I think that was a horror film. Yeah, but there's like she's yeah. waiting for her husband to come back from the war. Well, <clears throat> she um she hardly knows this guy, and she he just maybe it wasn't husband. No, it wasn't husband. It was like uh. Someone to to write home about, like it was a girlfriend, a boyfriend, and they just did it in uh, two seconds. Um, anyway, I don't know. I enjoyed that. It was romantic. Okay, maybe I'll watch it. I'm never gonna watch it. Okay, uh, you, that's fine. You can. Yeah. What about the water horse? Yeah, and it was. I don't know what that movie's about. It's about a water horse. Um, it's like a creature that. Is it like an Irish myth? It's about a kids' a film. Yeah, it's the Loch Ness monster. That's what they want you to think. 
he 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 comes home with you know like can we keep him? He's got to stay in the bathtub. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what about the great masturbators? The great masturbators? Yeah, that's Denzel. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, I don't think you should call yourself great at it. It's so braggy. I mean, everybody's great at that. I yeah, mean, it was a master of dating. Right. Yeah, it's it's a, I recently had a personal best. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Um, any other movies on that list that, that jumps at you? The Faculty, re refresh my memory. Oh, that was a good. That was Roger uh, Rodriguez. And it was uh, aliens take over a high school. Right, like, that's right, that's right. And um, it's basically, yeah, there's like the, the princess, the jock, the nerd. Uh, it's basically the breakfast club fights these aliens. What about Revolution with Al Pacino? Did you, I've I did not that. enjoy that film. Did you like it? That was a film I saw in college uh, back when I was watching films named Revolution, you know. Right. Yeah, I, I thought the Al Pacino did a fantastic acting job. Like, he's a really good actor, and that was one film that showed it off. The only thing I would really call out here, I think, looking at all of these, except for Masturbators, that's pretty cool, was The Wolf of Wall Street. Um, I really enjoyed that film. I, I don't know why it came out on Christmas, probably for the Oscar nod again. Probably, probably for the Oscars, yeah, absolutely. I think, like, the, as the years progressed, I, I was very selective to only pick wide-release uh, films, but mm -hmm. then I said, screw it. Yeah, I should make a note that films like Wolf of Wall Street probably were limitedly released in New York and, and Los Angeles on Christmas Just Day. Just yeah. Yeah, get eligible, get the nominations that they deserved, and then promote it during the new year as an Oscar-nominated film. Now, there's a comedian uh, in the Jersey scene, although I haven't seen him in a while. Uh, I'll just say his name is Danny. He was an actor in The Americans, and he was actually, you know, he's like, uh, he was the son of the neighbor, who's like the son of the FBI neighbor or whatever, and he was in Wolf of Wall Street. He was, there was this scene in which they were lifting weights, and he was asking, what does your sister think of me, and do you remember that scene? Maybe. I don't, I can't really say I do. Okay. All right. Well, he's in it. He's in Wolf of Wall Street. He never yeah. met, uh. Uh, Gilbert Grape. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what a ripoff. I know. He's in the movie. He doesn't get to well, meet the star. Was he directed by the second uh, AP or AD? Was it, or Probably. Was it it yeah. was like a, uh, you know, cut to guys on a front lawn or a driveway lifting weights and yeah. I don't know. We're in Jersey. You're right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Carl, I'm going to go through our movies listed on uh, our playlist of Comedy Day 4. Christmas Day 4. Yes. Not Comedy Day. <laughs> Godfather 3. Wow. Which we should mention, uh, a new version has been released. It's supposed to be released in December called uh, Coda, The Death of Michael Corioni. Uh, he added uh, uh, Coppola added scenes and rearranged the movie. So, yeah, that was a big deal. Like, we've got to see Godfather coming out Christmas Day. Let's go. You know, it, it, I bet you that Coppola knew when he shot that that I'm going to do extra stuff so that I can do that in the future. 
But we just the extra stuff never got around to it, you know. I think he also actually filmed new material for this version, but you know, we'll see it. Again, a great performance by Al Pacino. Yeah, I thought so, and I thought it was a Connie was a good uh, uh, the Cope uh, Sophia Cope. No, what's her name? Uh, it was Sophia. No, but I mean Connie, Connie sister. Oh, Connie. Connie. Yeah, Diane Keenan. No, that's Kay. Oh. That's Kay. Oh, Connie, tell you, sir. Right. How? Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought she did a great job. Yeah, great I thought job. Sofia Coppola was terrible. I thought that Andy. I don't That's know. It. I think the movie. I think that the story was wrong. They didn't. I don't know. But it was in 1979. It's very hard to have an epic back then. I'm sure. Well, they tried. The Pope. They killed it. Oh, too late to save the Pope. No, but that wasn't 79. This film was a lot later than this film huh. was. I thought it was the disco era. No. Okay, let's look it up. God. I'm going to go through the list. No, please. Godfather 3. Yes. Isn't there a Godfather hotline of old men like us? 1990. Okay, but it takes place in 1979 in New York. Oh, is that what you mean? Gotcha. No, we went... You know, there was a Havana revolution in the second one, and uh, third one, there was like, you know, his son sings at discotheques. Yeah, I, I don't think the year had anything to do with how lame it was. It was just a bad story. All right. Well, yeah. that, that came out Christmas Day. Uh, Little Women, directed by uh, Greta Gerwin, I still haven't seen yet. I won't, I've been dying to see. Uh, that came out Christmas Day just recently. Uh, 1914, you mentioned. There was a documentary on Pauline Kael. Would you watch a movie documentary on a movie critic? Is that who she is, Pauline? Yeah. Movie critic? From the New Yorker. I don't know. I guess there's some history there. I might check it out, but I don't think I would go to it first. Yeah. You know, the Batman theatrical release animated movie, Mask of the Phantasm, mm -hmm. uh, was released Christmas Day, which sounds like a perfect Christmas Day movie. Just, you know, going to nerd out. Here, here's another Spielberg um, movie. It's not just War Horse. There's Empire of the Sun came out. Right, right. That thing tanks. Yeah, Christmas. that's another Christian Bale movie. He was a young kid. Going in Style has um, uh, Godfather 2 guy. Uh, you Which know, one? Hyman Roth. Yeah, right. My dear father did business with Hyman Roth. <laughs> I'm in rough. He's living out his years. Okay, uh, broadcast news we had mentioned. Ali, yeah. that's another uh, Oscar contender. Oh, I, I saw this. I, I enjoyed saw, it, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Until the End of the World is the art house film by Vim Benders. It's fucking terrible. It's a fart house film. Fart house film. I think it's like, it's what it, what the world is going to be like in 1999. It had some interesting, the soundtrack was Music of the Future, and they had some original Talking Heads. I don't know. It's just a weird movie. It, it, it goes off in a weird direction at the last. I still remember it. Imitation Game is about uh, Turing, right? Alan Turing? I never saw the Imitation Game. I, I, I think it's about World War II encryption. Peter's Friends... Uh -huh. Oh, you know what? That's one of the ones in which you see the trailer and you go, okay, yeah, I, I saw this film. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't need... Oh, it's about history? I should read about it. 
our friend our friend Woody Allen, his movie Alice came out on Christmas Day in 1990. Crap. Ooh, another Spielberg movie, Catch Me If You Can. A lot of Spielberg movies. You know, have you seen Tony Ertzman yet? Yeah, it's really enjoyable. Really good film. Yeah, it's like a three-hour comedy. It's really good. And it's the dad trying to bring the daughter back somehow. Like, she's not happy. She needs to be happy. They said they're going to make an American remake. Oh, who are they going to cast? Uh, John uh, Goodman? Yeah, it's going to be John Favreau. I don't know. Uh, John, I don't know. Who, yeah, it's going to be Vince Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dad, you're so annoying. <laughs> Dad. Uh, Yellow Day, I don't remember. Hurley Burley, that's another stage production. That was a play. Uh, you know it. Yeah, let's see what else we have here. Ooh. Chrysopolis, that's the animated movie. I like that film. Uh, God, I think I kind of ran out of films. Hamlet, that's another play adaptation. Carl, I don't know if you know that. 1996. Oh, was Hamlet, a, was Hamlet originally a play? Yeah, it was originally a play. Like Never the producers, wrong. that was originally a play, and then the Hamlet was originally a play, and now they made movie versions. Uh, you know, it funny, on the producers, if you look at the credit, there were no producers. Oh, that's interesting. It was just built in to the film. Huh. I got to see the end of it. I got to get to the end credits. And let's say let's leave our, our uh, review of uh, previous Christmas Day movies. I should mention one that's not on the list: Uncut Gems, which came out. my memory. Day. That sounds so familiar. That's Adam Sandler movie. It's a drama. It's on Netflix now. Oh yeah, I didn't see that. I guess should I see it? I should. Yeah, go see it, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Um. But another film here, I guess, incredibly loud and incre extremely loud and incredibly close. I'd never seen it. The 9-11 film. Uh-huh. Is that with Tom Hanks? Yeah, that's definitely Hanks there. But that yeah. little boy that's hugging Tang uh, Hanks in the thumbnail, yeah. he, I think his parents or his dad died in 9-11. Uh, really did. Uh-huh. And uh, things get extremely loud. So those are the movies. And so in this year, you know, we got six movies. There's Carl, I, I, would, I think, uh, I hope you enjoyed what we did. Yeah. hope the audience enjoyed. There's one movie that we haven't uh, talked about that is coming out, limited, this yeah. Christmas. It's called The Truffle Hunters. And it's a French film. And <clears throat> I don't know. Do you want to just make up a trailer? All right, let's do a trailer. All right, all right. In a, in a moon day. In a, in a moon day. In a world in which trifles are hunted. <laughs> I hear a trifle. Don't you try to hunt that trifle. The, the most sneakiest truffles only survive. Hey, did you read my book? What do you think about my book about mushrooms? Oh. Eh, a trifle. <laughs> Je donne de toi, a film with Jean-Jacques Gardard. I want more truffles. I smell them close by. And Jean-Luc Girard. <laughs> truffles. What are truffles? Truffles equals revolution. 
That's like John Luke Godard impression. Oh, with a bunch of old French people as they You cannot just shuffle in here with those truffles. They are being hunted, you know. What is this hashtag truffles? What's what's with my computer? The truffle hunters. Rated no one's going to see it. Rated no one's going to see it. Not playing. This Christmas. Not playing. <laughs> wow. I think we uh, we covered 100 movies. Listen to Ribbit, Ribbit, Ribbit. It's frogs. The language was frogs. Uh, what it was riveting, movies? that joke. <laughs> it was riveting. I love it. Uh, wow. So it is kind of weird that I, I won't be – I did go see a movie Christmas Day a couple years ago. I went to see uh, Into the Spideyverse. Oh, right, fun. right. Yeah. I think it came out recently, but I, I wanted to see it in the theater. It went on Christmas Day. That was yeah. the re its release to you. Yeah. And, you know, the movie house is bustling. It's usually people who don't go to the movies. There was a bunch of older women who were there to see that Ruth Bader Ginsburg uh, right. docudrama, and they asked about it. And it's I tend to feel that this is the this is the day that they Hollywood services. Oh, I don't know. Let's give make a movie for the women. You know, they have films like Hidden uh, Figures, and that's Christmas Day, because they know people right. will, will go see it. So. Oh. What a show. What a show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes. Oh, God. I, we spent two hours without saying Merry Christmas. Yeah, nice like day. going to have to heavily edit. Merry oh, yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, that's been our show. Next week, we have another special show. Uh, we we go through so many movies and call it a lot of research and we yeah. riff a lot of movies. We we just like to slow our, our roll, put on the brakes, and just kind of do a year in review of the films we watch. And that will be next week. It'll be yeah, a, it's the uh, Crafeterian Collection. The Crafeterian Collection. Oh, good old TC. Yeah, it's the urine PU. You can know it's a Crafterian collection from the logo on the VHS box. Just look on the laser disc, you'll see the logo. That means it's a quality movie. It's not our top picks, it's our low picks. But we go through all the movies that we watch and we just kind of recap our feelings and uh, just discuss it. And if you're a fan of the show, you know you can go to mutinyradio.fm, go to uh, podcast archive. You'll see all our shows listed. They're listed by date. Next week's episode will tell you what each movie is by date. And that way you, you say, oh, I want to see uh, Furry Vengeance. <laughs> and I, to that, I say, I wish you good luck. And as the Italians say, au revoir. Watch if you want to, you can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny!
it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! No, it's, it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutiny. Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Hey! Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Hello, it's me. This is MutinyRadio.fm on the internet from San Francisco. And it is time to get on board the morning train.
Take me Shame. 